So yeah, that that episode we watched last week was a uh, actually slightly talked about one. That's that was there was uh, some things that went on in that and yeah 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 the internet actually uh, took note of that one. It was interesting reading a review from somebody else on it. Yeah, they can just stay the fuck out of our corner. They do, basically, yeah. yeah. Yeah, stuff like that. I think that was from, like, 2016, so it's safe. But stuff like that can't be on the surface. I mean, it's only going to get more in the zeitgeist because there's a new Swamp Thing show coming out. That's why we need to get this up first. We already did. Oh, shit. Alright. Yeah, we... <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. This is the 19th one. We're a little ahead of the game. Yeah, but we need to get recognized first. Oh. Uh, yeah. Hey everyone, I'm Meryl. And I'm Eric. And welcome to Swamp Things I Hate About You, a show where we talk about a show, and we talk about it for longer than the show is. That's uh, how it works. Oh, and that that show is uh, Swamp Things the Series. (laughs) Beat me to it. Beat you to it. Yeah, this is uh, episode 19. Yeah, 19 in the show. This 19. is season 2, episode 6. The, the Hunt. The Hunt. The Hunt. The Hunt. And, uh, yeah. I, not misleading title, but I was expecting it to not be that. I was expecting it, with a title like that, I was expecting there to be someone hunting humans. Or, yeah, or something. Or Swamp Thing being hunted by something, or... Oh, like bringing in, like, a, uh, like a big game hunter, and it's Arcane hires a big game hunter, Mm -hmm. and it's just like, oh, yes, I can track that, I can track any Or Swamp Thing has become something of a local legend, and you've got... He's a Bigfoot. Yeah, exactly. People going out in the swamp to look for him. Well, that's not what this episode's about. Nope, uh, nothing so to do with that. Let's get into it. Okay. Uh, so this episode starts off with uh, Will leaving for work, and he kind of is looking around his shoulder. Seems like he's being followed. Says bye to people as he was walking out the door, though. Yeah. Yeah. And then no one outside or around in the vicinity. Yeah. Did he walk out the front door or the back door? I don't know. It doesn't. We don't see. I mean, we don't. But yeah. we don't even I see want the assume, people he was I want to assume to. that was the front door. Uh, so a stranger jumps out of the shadows and puts him in a chokehold, and we, uh, cut to credits. And then... It seemed like he was being followed for a minute during that, I couldn't yeah. tell where, but then the stranger came out from in front of him, so... It could have just been, yeah, it could have, yeah. Yeah, that was weird. That didn't, that didn't quite, stuff. didn't quite line. And... Yeah, go to credits, and, uh... And, uh, Will busts out of the hold... And sees that the attacker is actually his dad. And his dad says he was just testing out Will's reflexes, uh, just like they used to. And that's weird. That's a weird thing for a father and son to do. A little bit. It's also, I found it weird, before we even hit the credits, Will gets choked out, and well not choked out, but gets put in that hold and doesn't make a sound. Entire, I mean, you could you could let out a oh, he was being a choked hay, a hay. He was he well he's he's trained better than that. His dad trained him better than that to be to know. make a noise. You gotta make a noise. Uh, so apparently they haven't seen each other in five years. Uh, spoiler alert: that has very little consequence to the rest of the episode. Uh, but Will's dad is some kind of poacher slash hunter slash just general dirtbag. Yeah. Will does definitely does not approve of, uh, his dad's lifestyle. Yeah. Seems like he was gone all the time. Not much of a dad. Yeah. 
Uh, so he says he's not in town to hunt anything. He's just to, there to get a photo of an orchid. And Will's dad says that it only blooms in, uh, what is it, once a year for a week. And Will, from that description, Will knows that it's the white moss orchid. Uh, probably because Swamp Thing told him about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess it's safe to assume that. Yeah, yeah, because who else would be talking? Maybe, I'm, I guess maybe Abigail might know about that. She seems to know about plants and stuff. He himself seems knowledgeable of the swamp around him, though. But Will seems to try to dissuade his dad from it. He's just like, no, that's just a legend. It's not real. That's not real. People just talk about it. You know, them flower legends. Uh, and then we cut to Swamp Thing in the swamp talking to the orchid mm-hmm. uh, and he says it must be very lonely being so beautiful and so solitary That's... and with that it's one of those things where it's just like it i think it's mostly the you're really lonely because it's it's so solitary yeah being beautiful that, shouldn't have anything yeah. to do with that like let let that ugly, let that ugly witch up in the hills just stay up there and rot. No one wants to see her. Yeah, and I bet she's just as lonely as that orchid. <sighs> Once again, swamp thing with some more uh, um, misleading. I don't know. I I feel like sometimes dialogue. they just he cut just and he paste does that it. all the time. I feel like they sometimes just cut and paste his dialogue. Uh, then we uh, go to Arcane and Graham at Huma's Nursery and Exotic Plants. All right. Uh, uh, where Arcane is, is giving Graham the deets on his new evil plant. Uh, he genetically engineered it to produce a powerful defoliant that can be used to destabilize um, countries' food crops. Uh, Graham's a little bit worried about uh, that something like that could contaminate like the whole world and arcane explains that well that's the that's the greatest trick of this is that once it's released then he can sell the antidote and he'll make a little boatload of money a lot of money there in that old antidote yeah uh so arcane goes up to abigail who I guess works at the nursery and isn't like creeped out by Arcane anymore. Mind fuck number. I can't even count them on one hand anymore. This episode. How how was that? How did that come to be? Abigail works for Arcane. Does everybody just? No, she Arcane... doesn't work for Arcane. She, she works at that shop. She works at that shop. I I'd, I'd assume that Arcane has a hand in. No, that's where his evil plants are being. No, nursed. that's he just. He just, he brought Or that was the plant. transition just that quick? No, he brought that plant there. The, and then, that's the weird thing of this episode. It has two different greenhouse locations. Because... <sighs> Evil the, greenhouse and then Abigail's greenhouse? Yeah. Or Abigail's place that she works yeah, at? Okay, Huma, I thought the, that was one place. The Huma, or Huma, uh, nursery and exotic plants. Okay, that's, that changes things a little bit, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, no. All right. Uh, Move along. So he tells her the uh, that his scarlet moss orchid, aka his bioweapon, is sick and he wants her to fix it. Uh, he says some stuff about, uh, or she says some stuff about talking to plants and agrees to help. And as Arcane and Graham leave, uh, Arcane tells him that at night the scarlet orchid, uh, the scarlet moss orchid, sorry. Uh, we'll kill every plant surrounding it and then abigail's talking to the plant and she she says she'll go home and mix it up some phosphate tonic <laughs> nice i like that, I don't like that. that phosphate, phosphate tonic, tonic. yeah oh. and uh she'll be back later that, that night plant. and then i wrote down foreshadowing because she's gonna because Arcane just mentioned that it that it shoots out its defoliant at night, and she's gonna, gonna be, be back, back at night. night. What? Yeah. Oh, Anyways, man. I don't think anything will happen. She'll she'll that. dodge it. Uh, then we cut to Teresa, who's just 
whacking a hammer. She's on a so boat. handy. She's just whacking a hammer onto a boat's hull. And then Will's dad pulls up and says some lame-ass poetry. And Tressa says she only knows one person <gasps> whose prose are that weak. I've seen a cinnamon mountain, and I've seen its craggy peaks. <laughs> what does that even mean? It sounds it sounds like something you read on the box of like a breakfast cereal. Yeah, like cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah. Uh she asked why he isn't in Malaysia and he says because he couldn't find a, a good ch- Philly cheesesteak in Malaysia to save his life. And so I want to discuss this a little bit with you. So do you think that means that he like found a found a philly cheesesteak in malaysia but it just wasn't that good or he just couldn't find any because i like the idea that he did find a few philly cheesesteaks in malaysia they just weren't good enough quality they didn't have they didn't use the right sauce or cheese that wouldn't really surprise me because malaysians cater to american markets fairly often things like that do exist obviously like but i don't even know like we're in america and i don't even know a place to get a good 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 outside of philadelphia he is from philly Uh, technically probably i I mean that's why they mentioned the right right but but I'm sure you can get I'm sure you can get a steak a sliced steak on bread with some form of cheese on it in in yeah. Malaysia. Uh, so yeah, Tressa tells him that he won't find a uh, good Philly cheesesteak here either. So uh, he says that's fine and that this will do instead. And he just fucking kisses her and then asks for a cup of coffee. And. Yeah, surprise. Scene. surprise. And then surprise. she looks like she's about to slap him, but then um, she goes in and, like, grabs him on the shoulders and then just gives him, like, a super hard kiss. And, yeah, they kind of flirt for a bit. And... Yeah, she gives him, like, a weird look and then makes the coffee. Co- Are you sure you want that coffee? Yeah, he's like, I want something stronger. Like, what? what, what? <sighs> and then he just starts, like manhandling her face with his big gross fucking hands yeah god i i that man's hands were way too big to be there's a point where your hands are too big and you just shouldn't touch a person's face because it looks like you're whatever you're gonna do it looks like you're you're gonna strangle them yeah you're about to like crush it close off their mouth uh airway their mouth airway that's a technical term yeah basically what i'm saying is that man should not be allowed to touch people's faces um, so yeah, it's big gross hands. And then, uh, Abigail returns to the nursery that night and she starts to mix up some of her tonic and as her back is turned, the scarlet moss orchid starts releasing its gas. No. And then, uh, we cut to swamp thing as he just, as he senses a disturbance in the force. And we cut back to Abigail, uh, <laughs> as she turns around and is shocked to see all the plants are dead. What, what, what? And then uh, as she's inspecting all the dead plants, she gets a face full of orchid gas and passes out. Uh, so we And c- knocks over all the plants on top of her. She does knock over all the plants on top of her. Somehow. Well, it's like she pulled down One, a, ta- a tablecloth a tray. that all the, all the plants were on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So uh, da- Will's dad is... Say dad and Will in the forest. Oh yeah, so uh, Will's dad is walking through the swamp, and he tells Will that he knows that he's following him. And Will says that they shouldn't be out there, and that it's dangerous. Come on, Dad. And his dad counters with, oh, he's just taking a picture, and it's of a flower, and he's got a long lens. So they don't even have to get close. And then uh, Will asks why he's even doing this, and who's paying him. And Will's dad says he's not even doing it for the money. But to restore his glory and fame, um, the goddamn glory. There's there's places on this planet where the name, okay, and he has such a weird fucking name too, uh, where the name Bryden Kip reminds people of high mountains, and it's just like, 
so many times taking notes, I wanted to just write down, not Bryden, uh, Brandon, or... Brian? Brian, or something else, something that... It sounds like, well, yeah, he, he... It sounds like he's got three different names throughout the show because people keep pronouncing it slightly like other names. Well, Tressa calls him Bry because they that that's her like pet name for him, and I guess this is like one of the they don't really say his name a lot in the episode. Yeah, I suppose. And because Will just calls him an asshole. Yeah, and mm. that's why up until this point I've been just writing down Will's dad because it's just like, what is his name? Bryden Kip. Bride and Kip, yeah. Uh, he then says that he bets pe- uh, there are people that feel the same way about Will and the swamps and stuff, and that it's just like... You're real, you make people think of the ground. I took that as, when people think about me, I'm real cool, but you've got nothing, kid. You're just, no, just boring took... it on the ground. No, it was... He, <laughs> or because then... Why would Will help him at all after he says that? Because Will, I took it as well, he was saying that people look up to him in this area, too. Yeah, I guess. Uh, because Will's won over by this and starts to lead, uh, God, I can't, it's so fucking weird reading it. Bryden. That's why, that's why even, because he would do that because his dad kind of challenged him on the spot. He said, come on, when people say Will's name, they just... Think of the ground. You're boring. You're like, okay, uh, I'm not boring, Dad. Let's go. Let's go into that swamp and do some cool stuff. I'm pretty sure he's just trying to flatter him. Oh. Uh. So. He he doesn't seem like the type for flattery. I think it was a challenge. I don't know. I think you're wrong. Okay. I think you're wrong. And when at, at any point, what time? At what time has he tried to flatter Will? Well, he, beats he, him was, up, he was trying him to. Weak. He was trying to flatter Will to get the location of the orchid out of him, which he does immediately after he flies. I guess, him. yeah. Yeah. Challenge. Uh, so <laughs> Will is won over by this and starts to lead uh, Bryden into the uh, 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 in the right direction. Uh, Swamp Thing shows up in the nursery and rescues Abigail. And then uh, Will and his dad are looking for the white moss orchid and not much happens. Then we cut back to Swamp Thing as he leaves Abigail unconscious on Tressa's porch. And then Will spots the white moss orchid. And Bryden pushes him out of the way, pulls out a gun, and fucking shoots the flower. Like three times. That has to be my favorite thing is... I noticed before he had a gun, and I thought that was a little weird. But I did not expect him to use it to shoot a flower. What was the what was the point? Uh because he I'm not really Does sure Does that disarm the, the flower's potent abilities or Oh no, it seems like if you're going to collect a flower you wouldn't want to shoot it. Right, you'd go and just pick it off the Yeah, pick tree. it. Yeah. Um no, it just shoots the fuck out of it. God, that was dumb. Yeah, so then he goes to collect the orchid. And tells Will that this flower will get him fifty thousand dollars cash, and he's off. He offers Will. I think maybe it was some. just a reflex. Like that's just his job to shoot stuff. So his first reflex was just to fucking oh something rare and beautiful. I, I jump gotta, on it. It's coming right Pull at us. Gun. Uh, so yeah, he offers Will some of the cash. Doesn't even offer him like a half split. He offers him just some bag amount. Uh, Will gets pissed, and then uh, Bryden knocks him to the ground. He tells Will sorry, but he can't leave this arcane guy waiting. And sorry, he, not and he sorry. Dips off. Yeah. Uh, so Swamp Thing shows up and tells Will. Uh, Swamp Thing shows up and tells Will that he fucked up and that he never should have told him about the uh, orchid in the first place. Uh, and then he really gives him a talking down and tells him to leave the swamp and that he's no longer welcome there. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, Swamp Thing's all. Swamp Thing's not a happy camper. No, he's not. So, uh, Abigail's laying in bed and Tressa's, uh, watching over her when Arcane shows up to give his well wishes, in quotes. Uh... 
Tressa tells him that the doc thinks it might be uh, some pesticides she was exposed to at the um, at the nursery. And Arcane uses that as an excuse to brag about how all his plants in his greenhouse are autoimmune and they don't need pesticides. Here, she'll like a good plant. That'll uh, that'll really cheer her up. Yeah. So uh, Arcane leaves the scarlet moss orchid at Abigail's nightstand as a gift. And then, uh, so they didn't look at any of the plants when they got Abigail. Like, oh, what kind of plants were these around? No, they were all dead. They're all dead plants. They don't matter. Yeah, I don't know. Matters. I don't know if it if it's even. I wonder if it's this. If Arcane only has one red orchid and it's the same one. They just went and collected that same one from her. Yeah, it might be. Uh, So Arcane and Graham are. Then walking through their greenhouse, the evil greenhouse, while Arcane is talking about how, uh, just what a great scheme he just pulled off. Like, they didn't suspect anything. They didn't suspect I was there to... to yeah, the, we did it, man. We I was going to give him an evil plan. It's like, <laughs> fuck you, these fucking rubes. Um, and Graham's all nervous and says they don't know what will happen when a person is exposed to the plant's gas twice. And Arcane tells him that's exactly why he did it. And it's like, okay, that's an understandable thing. You, you, for some reason, you guys never bothered to expose a person to this twice. You guys seem pretty unethical. It seems like something you do. Because <laughs> it seems like one dose will kind of hurt you, but it doesn't kill you. But I guess two doses will... Pro- well, I guess we don't know what will happen. That'll be enough. Uh, so Graham says, what if the girl dies? And then Arcane's just, we'll all be billionaires. Or at least I'll be. Uh-huh. And it's just like, you know what? You know what? Money fixes everything. You're yeah, but, Arcane, yeah. But Arcane doesn't have to be such a dick to his underlings. It's it's assumed they won't, like, the money that he makes off of it, Graham's not going to make. Right, but he needs to rub that in a few extra times. Yeah. And then uh, they walk into another room where Bryden's waiting. It turns out that the white moss orchid is the only antidote to the uh, scarlet moss gas. Uh, So Bryden and Arcane have a back and forth where Bryden is all, we're nothing alike. And Arcane's just like, no, we're totally alike. Cut from the same cloth, dude. Yep. And uh, then we cut to Abigail in bed getting blasted by uh, plant gas. Oh, getting blasted again. And uh, it pans up and we see Swamp Thing is sneaking in uh, to her window. Because he knows it's not really in the swamp, but it's close enough to this episode. I'd argue that it's plant life. And he has a vague connection to plant life. Okay, I'll buy it, I guess. I mean, in the comics he does. Yeah, I get that, but... It's just, it seems really choosy episode per episode. Yeah, they've got to, yeah, they've got to figure, sometimes they've got to limit his powers, and sometimes they've got to write themselves out of out Just of really bullshit. inconsistently. It's, yeah. Ugh, ugh. Well, this was back when you couldn't as easily rewatch a show, so it's just like you kind of I are suppose. going off of what you remembered, or maybe... But I don't really rewatch these. I'm going off of memory. Well, you take, well, you do take notes, and we do discuss it. I suppose. Yeah, we t- we t- we talk about it more than uh, I'd assume the average watcher of the I of guess, the show. yeah. Um so yeah, yeah, he goes through the window and he takes the plant. And as he's leaving, plot twist, he gets blasted in the face by plant gas. No. Yep. So he uh and he cr- reacts. Yeah, he does. He crushes up he definitely the reacts. <laughs> Yeah, he crushes up the uh, scarlet moss orchid, uh, but is weakened by the gas, so he's all woozy and stumbling around, and he uh, he goes out the window and he's walking on the brown, uh, he's walking on the roof, and he loses his footing and just falls off. Yep, rolls off the roof. Uh, spoiler alert: too little consequence. Well, that wasn't really a spoiler. That happened pretty much immediately after. Yeah. Uh, so Will confronts Bryden as he is packing up his Jeep to leave. They get into an argument, and Bryden goes to hit him, but Will catches his arm and goes off uh, to help a friend. And then as um, 
as Will is approaching, or as Will is going into Tressa's house to visit Abigail, Swamp Thing approaches him and tells him that he needs his help, and they need to get the white os- the white moss orchid from Arcane to cure Abigail. Uh, fuck. What does this say? Oh, uh, sorry, I just have terrible penmanship. Uh, so the best line of the episode, I think, is. In case you're interested, this plant is going to pay a visit there. And it's just like, well, one thing, one of the reasons why... Better than the Cinnamon Mountain? Well, one of the reasons why it's one of the best lines in the episode is because literally everything he does after that is him not able to go. He says he's about to go there. And then he's too sick from, from gas exposure. Um... Yeah, Swamp Thing is too fucked up from defoliant gas to actually go. Uh, So he pretty much tells Will to make peace with his shitty dad and have them both go do it. Uh, So yeah, Will asks for Byron's help, and he agrees with basically no information on what he has to do or why he's doing it. Mm. And then uh, they both show up at Arcane's greenhouse. And Byron does a bit where he's there. He's acting like he's buying a. Uh, he's he's acting like it's just a regular nursery, and he's there to buy some plants. And he throws the fifty thousand dollars down. And he's like, "Yeah, I'll buy that white orchid back for fifty thousand dollars." And uh, Arcane isn't having his bullshit, so he sends his henchmen to to go beat up Will and buy uh, to uh, go yeah, get Brian, something a little Brian. less delicate for him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so during the fight, uh, Graham tosses the orchid to Arcane and Arcane, the greenhouse fight. Yeah, the the flower shop fight. The great greenhouse uh, battle. Uh, at least it was at least people fought in this episode because everybody fighting and losing against plants was really uh, a plant singular. Yeah. Um. It was uh depressing. So Will and uh, Bryden beat the henchmen, but Arcane's gone. Uh, we see him running down a foggy alley where he's cornered by Swamp Thing, and he kind of picks him up by the neck and pu- pushes him against a dumpster. And uh, what does he have? So yeah, he take he grabs yeah he grabs him and he takes the orchid, and says, "You're never gonna learn, Arcane. There are some plants you just can't push around." And then he tosses him into a dumpster like the piece of trash he is. <laughs> oh, that was bad. Oh, that was really bad. Yeah. It, it seems like if Swamp Thing just killed him, it would save a lot of time and energy. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Just do it. <laughs> oh my god, fucking crackers? Are you kidding me? <laughs> This is staying in now. <laughs> really, crackers are are the best. Like middle of a podcast, individually wrapped crackers. <laughs> oh, me. Just that bad audio. <laughs> I thought I might want a snack. No. I didn't expect fucking crackers. Crying. No water. <sighs> I'm finishing this. I'm finishing my
I am tied over. Those two saltines really helped. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're so dry, so when they hit your stomach, they soak up the water and expand. Yeah. And they turn to sugar, and that's always good. Nice. Oh. I have no idea where the fuck we are. There's fucking tears on my summer, notes. Somewhere late in the greenhouse fight. I got goob in my mouth now from crackers. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, so we cut to uh, Abigail's... Okay, so yeah, uh, Arcane was thrown in a dumpster. And then we uh, cut to Abigail's room where the white orchid is now next to her bed. And I guess just being near it is enough to cure her. That's all that works. Because we've got our doc appearance of the episode. He was mentioned earlier, but now he's, he's graced us with his presence. Yeah, I didn't realize that. They only really did just mention him earlier, but not show him. Yeah. Uh, so the doc is there, giving her a clean bill of health, basically. Uh, I think she might still be unconscious before he gives her the... the Oh, oh, no, no, no. She makes... She's awake, yeah. Yeah, because she makes the comment about... Uh... Ah, I had such a crazy dream. Yeah. And then the docs, uh, with a fever like like sh- the fever like you had, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw little green men. <gasps> waka waka, how did you know, Dak? Was basically her... Yeah, she, she, she did say, how did you know? Um, and then... Bryden's there. He's asking if she's okay, and Tressa. You see, Tressa's watching from outside, and he walks up to Tressa. Sexually in the doorway, you mean? Yeah. He too much of a dad bod. Like he what? Like uh, like like. Yeah. But but that weird late eighties, early nineties dad bod, where it wasn't fully out of weight, but it was just kind of like he definitely feels like he has bad breath in that way that dads have. Bad <laughs> he breath. probably does. Not in a way where it's just like, it's like he probably brushes and takes care of his teeth every day, but it's just, she just has mm-hmm. bad breath. He, he falls day. asleep out on the uh, lazy boy with his mouth open a lot. <sighs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, Bryden tells Tressa he's heading out, and she seems weirdly disappointed. Um, But from everything we've heard up until this point, this dude's a liar, and everything he's shown us in this episode up until the end. He's a liar. Yeah, up until That's not Jim's dad, right? I don't know. I don't think so. Because he is a liar. Yeah. Oh, that might... Well, they're both liars. Well, no, because Will and Jim aren't brothers, right? They're half-brothers. I think. Okay. I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure that... So then it's no, gotta no, be no. a different dad. no. No, it could be no because Will isn't Tressa's kid, but I'm pretty sure Jim was Bryden's son as well. So I'm pretty sure Will is from another from a different marriage. Okay, and Will is her like stepkid kind of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, stepkid. Weird. Would it be? I guess it would kind of be an in-law, but not really since. I don't think they're married anymore. So he showed up and there's n- still no mention of Jim then. Yeah, no, I thought they'd mention Jim at all, but they just don't. They just erased him out of history. Yep, doesn't exist. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, then we do we, we do Swamp Thing, swinking into the swamp with the uh, voiceover of... Uh... Arcane continues to hunt for a way to control other men, while I hunt just to become a man again. Ooh. That's the end. Ooh. And for introducing us... No, that's, that's kind of envious. Hmm? Arcane, Arcane can just live a life where he gets to 
do what he does and I have to do blah blah blah. Well, no, it's the it, it's the comparison of uh, Arcane spends all his time trying to uh, bend, c- try to control man, while Swamp Thing just tries to spend his be, time be to, to become a man again. Right. right? Uh, I've noticed Arcane sure the, got um, up good though if he can just you know go and take his humanity for granted like that. I uh, must be nice to be arcane. I've noticed most of these end seg- uh, most of the swamp thing sinking into the swamp stuff has like nothing to do with the episode really. It seems not like. really. It's a it's a and and even the themes of them don't don't really match up either because sometimes he goes in with like a monologue about yeah sometimes they're a little prosy or yeah and then this one's or just little, like oh right I just want to be a man. This one's about I've, people who exist in his foreground. It wasn't something poetic or anything like that. It's this just, one's this one's just kind of like to remind you, just like yeah, he even though he wasn't trying this episode, Swamp Thing still wants to be a man. Don't forget to drink your Ovaltine. Oh, it's a crummy ad, man. Uh, but what would you rate it? Oh, oh man. Let's see. We pretty much fought evil flower. Is flowers flower? Uh, well, you'd argue, I'd argue Saved there's... Saved by a good flower. I'd argue... Swamp Thing even f- tried to fight a flower, smashed it. I mean, he had that little fight yeah, with it in flower. the windowsill for five seconds. He gassed him in the face and it... And, got and it still beat him. him. Yeah. No, people fought flowers and the flowers won ultimately up until the evil uh, floral shop fight. Mm. Um, they broke a lot of... Uh, pieces of set in that fight yeah they did though. Yeah. a lot of people getting thrown through shelves and tables and stuff you know i always wonder if that's one of those things where they just have like a refilling budget each month like for stuff and it's like oh we're at the end of the month we're gonna get new yeah set like... budget of another thousand dollars we can we can get rid of these flower pots we don't need them anymore it's like props to put well i feel like some of that and uh, i feel yeah, like there's I feel like there's specific props they use right, to guys, like smash this, and break over This episode, people. we're going to break down half of our stuff. We're not using it anymore. We're getting new flower pots. We're getting new. Well, I remember listening on like the community commentaries. They talk about like the paintball episodes. They'd always do those ones last because um, <clears throat> they could fuck up the sets. And yeah, be fine. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. No, I'd give it uh, uh, probably four sprays of Abigail's uh, special uh, tonic. The phosphate tonic? Phosphate tonic, yeah. Out of ten of those. Okay. Out of, yes. (laughs) Sorry, I was just... uh... Yeah, I'm going to stick with... That's my final. Out of a twelve, an out of ten, out of ten is good. I would give it uh five. Five what's? Five. Okay. I give it five. Just five. Um, out of. I give it five out of ten. Yeah. Okay. It's uh. Not bad. Not the best. Not the worst. Um. This one definitely. At least we have episodes to compare them to now. Yeah, that that's de- we we kind of know a little bit more of what a good episode versus what a bad episode is. Mm-hmm. Even though you know, at first I really liked uh, the Watcher last week, and now in hindsight, the more I've watched that one a couple times now, and I it's it's I, I'm I'm finding more flaws with it the more I'm watching it. I'm sure that would happen with any other episode if I watched it more than once too. But it does. Yeah, the watcher after three or four watches now is uh pretty. It's been my big thing with with a lot of episodes. If I tend to have a problem with any episode, it's gonna be that they just didn't have that. They had a a lot of times. There just wasn't a... enough Abigail on this episode. You couldn't. But you it's just a, need her, more of her, and it's it's a nine out of ten every time at least. Well, it's just a lot of times if they had more time to expand on their premise, oh, God, I, I yeah. think they could they could come up with some stuff. But it, I I say this a lot, but it, it's just they they have to move the plot forward so fast that you learn something, and then the next scene 
that you're getting that, answers about yep, it right that entire away. status quo has changed now yeah swamp things locked up in a, in a carnival okay now here's this guy actually that's... no that one that one didn't resolve the issue super quick it was jim has to work at the mm-hmm. carnival for a while and then kind of get him out on the yeah. down low <clears throat> that's not a terrible episode grotesquery grotesquery there's a Definitely fat man eating slop. Uh, another guy, a lizard man, a lizard man. Just a just a little person, yep. or one or two little people, and they're all oh. being fed. It's oh, just yeah, slop in cages. That's how it went. I remember that one. Oh yeah, we I did, think that we, was the we, first one we edited. That was the first one we cut up as an intro. Yeah. Wow. A little behind the scenes there. Wow, I felt was good. Episode six, I think. Five or six. I think it was six. I think yeah, I Something think like that. I think we started at six because um, started then at we the beginning because it seemed it seemed less consequential to just start a- a- after after the beginning. Yeah, that was that was I guess a good move. Well, it's just the first episode was so much. Oh longer. my god, I'm so glad that's over. <clears throat> well, we we hit a point now too where it's like the. Episodes used to be shorter, but we've definitely gotten into a group. A better, yeah, I'm fine with that. It's a little more chatty. Yeah, we figured out the pacing a little bit better. Yeah, go us. Word. Go us. Oh, so, been doing anything cool lately? Nothing cool, Doing anything fun? uh, Bought a new ride symbol that's on the way in the mail. I'm pretty happy about that. Got me a nice 22-incher. Nice. <laughs> Sizes of stuff. Cut that up however you want. Um, other than that, uh, I've been uh, watching uh, some uh, remote control because uh, I got onto this uh, carry wear kick. I've been, I've actually been watching '90s TV lately too. Uh, where was I? I was watching the the critic lately. Ooh. Yeah, it definitely has some jokes on there that I'm like, oh, yeah. I guess Fox was the edgy uh, the edgy network back in the '90s. They got some hmm. they got some jokes in there that, that definitely went over my head as a kid. But I laughed when I was a kid because I understood the cadence of a joke. Okay. Yeah, uh, aside from uh, remote control, uh, Carrie really didn't do a... T- sorry, sorry to talk shit about her. But... I don't, man. Then but don't. I'm not, then I'm don't. Not, I'm not then, talking shit. Then just stop. But she didn't do much because outside of we're going to have her as a guest. Good, uh... So you better not Softcore cable porn, pretty much. There we go. Now we can't have her as a guest. You fucked it That's up. That's what you did. You fucked it all up. Too late. It happened. You fucked it up. And if that wasn't what those movies were, then I don't know. You fucked it up, man. We can't have, eight le- eight we can't like have fr- the we can't eight like have freaks was cool. We can't have the cast. On. Sharknado two was pretty cool. We can't no, it wasn't. Sharknado two was hot garbage. She Everyone knows is the Sharknado a cult movies. legend. I, I but yes, would. we're gonna start a cult around her. Obviously, that's what this podcast is going to cult devolve into. Duh. And we're gonna obviously all of our followers will be called carrots. If we can get Colin Quinn on here. Ooh, that'll get. Uh, actually, I don't the know. quintessential carrots. I feel like he does have clout, and he does have clout in <laughs> in in the circles I would want to be in, which is like cool comedy people. But I don't know if he can draw quite as much of the numbers as he used to. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't know if he can draw those remote control numbers. Oh man, dude, that was a thing though. It was there was a game based on it. Yeah. You can get on the like the, a board the game. Nintendo, no, on the NES. Oh. NES game and computer game. That sounds bad. Dude, have you ever played like Jeopardy on a fucking? Yeah, those games eventually devolve into you just learning all the answers. But they're so fun. No matter. Actually, what, I remember playing those um, games are fun. Wheel of Fortune. I remember playing Wheel of Fortune Jeopardy, on an Apple II. All of those fucking. Fun. We were at that weird point where it was like, did you have that? That's thing? not the kind of game. That's not the kind of game you play over and over though. That's the kind of yeah. game you play as a drinking game. 
but uh, once a once a month or something, and you'll did, never get those questions too much. Did you ever have that thing in grade school where you were transitioning from old, like they they had spent their money in the '80s to get a computer lab, and now they're just transitioning to get better computers. The new, the new computer lab. Yeah. So I because I, I definitely remember some classes, some typing classes being done on like a fucking Apple II and, or yeah. something, where you have to put in the big old floppy disks. And being like, yeah, I'm trying to remember back. I feel like I was when I was in like. This is third, like, or, third or fourth grade. Like, yeah. no, probably like... Yeah, this is between, like, first and fourth grade. I feel like by then, yeah, by then they transitioned to better PCs. Yeah, maybe second or third grade. But yeah, I remember that. That was fun. And then I remember when PCs got better again somewhere in middle school. I think between sixth and seventh grade. They all switched to I cha- I also, monitors. I changed schools, though. I went from public... Well, I mean, they were both public schools, but... Uh, a school in New Berlin that was like one of like nine or ten elementary schools in New Berlin to Freeze Lake, which was like the school, the school in the general area. So they had more money on that kind of shit. So mm-hmm. the computer, like the computer labs, there were computer labs in New Berlin. It was like you had your different wings of hallways, basically for like because it was. I just went to like it was a K through six or something like that, and. The different hallways had their different wings, but then each classroom just had, like, six or seven computers in them alone, and then mm-hmm. the hallway itself had would have, like, a row of computers down it that... That's weird. So you so your classrooms could use their specific computers, basically. Okay. So there was always, like, 13 computers at hand, and then if your student, if you, you know needed more computers you, you could just send them down to the, the library hall. or down to another wing that's not being used i do remember spe- going down to the hall to take like oh these computers are all taken yeah. up so but then yeah middle school it was computer labs and mm-hmm. like the teacher had a computer in the corner of her room and that was pretty much it or none at all i think it was good that they got that they taught us typing in like grade school and middle school Oh god! It yeah. was like no, that was just grade school, yeah. No, we were at a good time for that. I, I remember, I remember one like being in kindergarten, and the only thing on my mind being I want to go home, and because I had the demo for uh, Diablo One at that point, because my dad was uh, part of the Ring of a Thousand, which was like the first thousand uh, beta testers for the game, so he's like in the credits and shit for it. Mm. but uh he had so yeah we had demo copies of that game and i just remember wanting to go home and play diablo or play warcraft or whatever it was i remember wanting time. To, wanting to play streets of sim city but Ooh. being too young to understand fully understand the mechanics of the game and those games looked so cool on the box too and from stuff and i should have gotten simcopter street simcopter <laughs> simcopter no for real simcopter was the good like those both came out around the same time and simcopter was the good version because basically oh. the the hooks with with both those games is you could build your own cities and then you could like actually fly around in them so it, it it was um but I didn't have SimCity 2000 so I could go into a level editor and fuck around with with like SimCity stuff but I couldn't actually like build anything or or play the SimCity oh. game. It was weird. But remember uh that uh Fantavision game when the PS2 was new? No. Um the fireworks game that was pretty much just uh, there was really no point to it, and I don't know if you really beat the levels or had anything going on them, but you just, you made fireworks on the screen, and they looked pretty, and that was The it. PS2 had a couple games like that. That was it. Uh, uh, it wasn't really a game as much of a display of well, picture, but it was, like, priced like a game. Yeah, that, that's fucking bullshit. Uh, what I was mean, it maybe it was a game like Fantavision, I think. Okay. That's always a weird thing when when you're younger, and it's just like, was that something else, and I'm just completely mis misremembering it, or was it just like a game that I was so bad at that I just completely? It was a launch title. Okay. 
so it was, you know, in that realm of time. Yeah, it was Fantavision. Yeah, take a look at this. Oh, I vaguely remember this. You kind of did com Oh, sorry. Not really. No, no, no that's mind. okay. You kind of did, like, combos and stuff, but it didn't really seem like there was much of a point to it. Like, That's... It's that weird point where home video games with scores. Yeah, no, it just it didn't really, I don't know. Maybe I was too young to make sense of it, but I didn't, I, I never thought that this was like really much of a real game. I could see some relaxingness to it. Because I mean, and like, is it affecting that bar down in the corner? Or is that bar just yeah. dwindling regardless? Yeah, watching this, it's like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like there's a challenge to it at all. Like, the things you have to do hang up there for a while. Oh, you missed some. Yeah, that's, that's that. Fast forward to the end. Oh, no, uh, oh, the fireworks show is over. <laughs> Wait, is that available on PS4? Looks like it. <laughs> Let's bring it back. Uh, that's funny. Maybe they gave it a point on the PS4 or something. Alright, that looks interesting. It's one of those things... <laughs> the first comment was, out of all the PS2 games, dat dat dat. Oh man! But yeah, I think I think that's about gonna do it for us. We we we've devolved into watching YouTube for videos. For all those mocking it, Fantavision is a very clever puzzle game. It was a nice PS2 launch title, and I remember it fondly. Thank you for offering variety, PlayStation. Quote or uh, in parentheses, if you don't like it, go play something else. There's plenty of variety available. From Forbidden Machina. You are our guest star tonight. Okay, I think that's going to do it. We're now just mocking YouTube commenters, which doesn't really need to be done. No, it the doesn't, fact that they're commenting already kind of already kind of says a lot. Yeah. That's that's we're there. Yeah. All right, see you in the swamp. See ya in the swamp. Uh, yeah. See ya, like the musician. With the, kids with doing the in my swamp, mucking about. Get out of my swamp, you kids! Damn kids! Ding old, ding 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 old kids! Swamp love. Alright, see you in the swamp. Swamp.